Hello everyone, uh, Dave here. Uh, welcome to another episode of Legends of the Spire, the podcast that speaks to the former players and managers of Chesterfield Football Club. Uh, some current players and managers now as well, since Paul Cook and Ollie Banks have ruined that by join, rejoining the club after I spoke to them. Uh, thank you very much for doing that both. Um, so for this week, uh, I spoke to uh, Bennett Steele, and this is the first interview I've actually done in person. Obviously, I started this during the pandemic where all we could do was things over Zoom. Uh, and I've kind of carried that on. Obviously, people live all over the country. Uh, but a real honour this week to have a chat with Bennett Steele as he lives in Leeds, uh, where I am. Uh, so he's just the other side of the city. So I got myself uh, a Zoom recording camera that plugs in a couple of XLR mics. Have my DSLR uh, filming from a different angle as well. So please be kind. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. And I'm sure it will become more polished uh, over time. Uh, a big thank you to this one as well goes to Paul Keller of the former Players uh, Association at Chesterfield uh, who set this up, put us in touch by email, um, so thank you very much for that Paul. Uh, now Bennett Steele is a name you may or may not know, uh, probably will if you're an older fan, maybe not if you're a, a newer one, but he was with Chesterfield in the 1958-59 season. Uh, so he was at the club at the same time as people like Dave Blakey and a very young Gordon Banks who he had the... Uh, the pleasure of playing alongside uh, during a game, I think against QPR, uh, later in that season. Uh, we had a good chat uh, about the players around that time, the manager, the training, uh, just really his whole career and life. It was good to get some stories from him. And like I've said uh, already, it was a real honour uh, to have a chat with him. I hope you like it. And uh, if so, I'll do a few more in person. It would be great to uh, get around the country and speak to a few more former spy rights. As always, I'm at Spire Legends on Twitter and Instagram and Legends of the Spire on Facebook. So get in touch, tell me what you think. Uh, but here we are with the latest episode with Bennett Steele. I first remembered kicking a football in the schoolyard. We used to have courts you know, for goalposts, yeah. and we used to just play. I used to play every day when I went when I went to school. We used to kick the ball around in the schoolyard, and it was. <laughs> it just happened to be natural, and I really I really enjoyed it, and um, and then um, we we start when I got a bit older. Uh, we we had uh, got into the football team. Um, I think it must have been about nine or ten and uh, we used to play local schools around the uh, around the area so this is in cramlington in, is that yeah. northumberland shankhouse primary school yes which is which shankhouse is part of cramlington and um believe it or not i was a center half <laughs> it's funny the amount of footballers that <laughs> start yeah. off in a different and, and, and i was a center half and um, when I when I and I was captain of the team then at Shankhouse, and I, I I could dribble very well, and I used to come out the back and go th sometimes go right through, yeah. and score a goal. And uh, when I went up to the secondary modern school, that was eleven, and I, I showed on those pictures. I was still at the back. And um, then I got trials for South Northumberland. That was about 
10 or 12 schools in the area and then, and then I got picked to play and um, then I thought well you, you're not big enough for a centre-half so, so then they just because I had the ability they put me on the wing was it was it you that had chosen to play centre half? Or oh yeah, I, I was a natural defender, mm. a natural defender, and that's when uh, and I, I I used to like playing there. Then because I was small, I was put on the wing, and I, and I played in the South Northumberland boys, and I was playing right wing actually. Uh, against Manchester boys, which was the which the quarterfinals of the uh, of the schoolboy cup, all England, and we lost one nil. And uh, their goalkeeper was called Jordine, and he was on Manchester United books at the time. And then he went finally to play for Carlisle, I think, after that. So when I went to uh, Seton Delaval Juniors when I left school because I was not that tall and I played on the wing. I played on the wing for them. It was uh, 15 to 18 year olds mm -hmm. and Seton Delaval Juniors were the best junior side in the area. So I started to play for them. In the first year we played in the Northumberland Junior Cup and we, we won that 2-0. And then the year after, we got knocked out in the semi-final. And then the year after that, we got to the final again. And that's the photographs I showed you when we beat Mickley Juniors at St. James's Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when I had all of the clubs after me. And uh, Newcastle United. <laughs> was that nice playing at St. James's Park? Oh, yeah, it was great. And we, I mean, we had a phenomenal team. We never lost a game that year, apart from... Uh, Middlesbrough youth side. We we drew it at uh, at Seton Delaval, and we got robbed. Um, there was no linesman, and just the referee. And I scored a third goal, and he blew me offside. And I remember vividly that I would not move until the ball was kicked. Mm -hmm. That was drummed into me, running and scored a header disallowed to go we lost 3-2 at Middlesbrough and that clip that I show you which was the one lost game was against Middlesbrough juniors so that was a bit disappointing did you say anything to the referee <laughs> you get you get booked and sent off if you if you said anything against the referee though I was only sent off once you know and it was when I was playing for Farsley and I was this lad took me right down, sized me, and I said, I swore, I said, effing referee, that's as ridiculous. Off. <laughs> so I went to a tribunal at that time, and he didn't turn up, and I got off. And that's the only time I've been sent off, and I was only booked once when we played... Uh, Bly Spartans in the first round or the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup because when we played non-league at Gateshead we came in on the fourth qualifying round which is the round before the first round of the FA Cup.
so that was that was that so going back to when i finished with sitting there was juniors i had trials at preston and i uh, had trials at wolves and the the, the the first division teams i could have signed for was newcastle sunderland Notts forest wolves preston north end um and then everton i think west ham and i could have signed for either of those teams and i chose everton and they they took me on close season tour and i played in that uh, friendly game and i was 17 at the time and dick keith was the right back at that game and he played for newcastle and uh, when i got the ball i used to always pass it because a young lad but once i got it i beat him for 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 a change and it, uh, so what year is this that you were at everton it was 1957-58 58 was uh, you know the february 58 when manchester united had that the crash mm-hmm. and i remember vividly when that happened i was in in the dress in the um in the dressing room i was it it was it wasn't the dressing room though it was in the social gathering room and um it just came through that there'd been a crash and uh, there'd been a lot of people and you could not believe the atmosphere in that room mm-hmm. it went so quiet and so as if terrible yeah, yeah. awful thing happened and uh, so that was that was in 58 and then I, I started in Everton at, uh, on the B team then I played in the A team then I played the majority of my games in the Central League side and I was 18 at the time What did you do in terms of moving then? Were you in Diggs? Oh, or? Yes I was in Diggs and I had two lovely gra- uh, two lovely uh, landladies really really looked after me mm. and uh so it wasn't a problem and the second landlady which i had to move near to where i worked because i uh, I, I came out of the coal board and, and worked for a, a electrical engineering company but i didn't like it but so they managed to get me back into the coal board and i kept my apprenticeship with the coal board and i stayed at Highton quarry and there was another lodger there who was a kind of Oh, he drove. He drove long distance lorries, and he was a <laughs> a what? What is the word? A mustard Liverpool fan. <laughs> but he he was happy to get complimentary tickets for me <laughs> to watch Everton. <laughs> so I used to get because we used to get at least two complimentary tickets for the for the game. You know, all, all the players. And uh, so that was it. Now, I, I say I played some good games in the uh, reserve side and came to a point where I didn't really want to sign full, full-time. full So Chesterfield came and the, the scout had watched me against Liverpool reserve team and I had probably one of my best games. <laughs> and uh, so the that meant Dougie Livingston came to uh, up to Newcastle because I moved back home uh, and I signed for Chesterfield mm. moved down to Chesterfield and I was with a, another lovely landlady at Chesterfield and uh, I used to uh, 
So I, I got st- straight to the first team. Did you did you have like a visit to Chesterfield or anything like that before oh. signing, or was it just a case of them? Uh, just a case of signing and, and, and moving down. Yeah. I mean, I was only nineteen. Mm. You know. You're just kind of happy to be just wanting to play then, and oh, absolutely. And uh, I, I say I, I, I love playing. I was, I always kept myself fit, and actually, I was. Um, professional sprinter you know you may not know powder hall was where they had the the professional sprinters and they used to bet on you know <laughs> to who won and um i i didn't go to powder but but i went to uh in another big thing it uh, was um ashington and there was two two kind of um races there was one for the top and the one for the little ones below and i i won the handicap for the one slightly below and um and so i went into the bigger league and there um i had a penalty and it, and it pulled me back a yard and a half so you you, you know you got so many yards to, and uh I, I probably put a wooden that, but I came, I came third in it, and uh, but that's how it went. And Chesterfield let me stay up at home to train for that, mm. because the sprinting is different. I mean, if I'd started playing football and that, all the muscles and everything, yeah. the kicking the ball and everything, yeah. was slightly different. So uh, I played, and then I went down to Chesterfield and start to train with the first team. I've, I've spoken to a few, uh, like when John Duncan was managing Chesterfield, he would have sprint coaches coming in to kind of teach them how to sprint. So do you think that kind of helped you out in your position now? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was one of my assets, playing was uh, speed. Um, I could strike a ball well. I could cross a ball well. And um, I just, I just love playing. Nineteen years old. <laughs> so tell us about Dougie Livingston then. So I've, I got a little thing about him that said he was, um, he was a rarity at the time, in that he came to Chesterfield having previously managed the likes of Sparta Rotterdam, the Republic of Ireland, and Belgium, who he took to the nineteen fifty four World Cup uh, before Newcastle and Fulham back in the UK. Uh, so what was well, um, nice man, and um, it was strange because um, he didn't get, he, he just talked maybe about football, nothing like what there is now with tactics and everything, you know, and the, and the kind of uh, systems you play. Mm. It was the, the forward line, which was the wingers, centre forward, inside forwards, Half back line, which was centre half, two wing halves, and then t- two full backs, and that that was the, everybody played that system. Is everyone pretty much playing the same. Yeah, same everybody thing? played that system. What I was taught at Everton was uh, when I was on the left wing. Uh, when the ball was on the opposite side, there that left wing, I had to mark their right winger because. This the fullback, 
used to swivel around behind the center half as a kind of extra kind of center half. Right, yeah. You could call them a dual center half, but they were kind of full work. There was no none of these, um, you know, um, wing backs. <laughs> that never existed, that. <laughs> It, w it was n never existed. And I mean, the systems to play now, they could play all kinds of systems. You know, and, uh, but uh, my greatest asset was me pace, skill on the ball, and crossing the ball. In fact, when I was a junior player, you know, it, uh, it was a leather ball. Mm. And they used to put dubbing on, you know, when it was really wet. And when that wore off, you could hardly kick the ball. And I was the only player in the junior side who could get a corner over. <laughs> so I used to take all the corners when it was really wet and everything. And uh, so I had a, I could hit the ball quite hard. How was that after matches then, if you'd been <laughs> kicking rock solid? Well, that, obviously they got... When I turned professional, the balls seemed to get like I think they had a kind of cotton on. Mm. They weren't the leather. But, but when I started playing junior football, leather leather ball with a lace in. <laughs> and if you headed that lace. And say so if you had it on the lace. Yeah. And uh, but it's, it was like a oh, like a rocket really. So that was so I got the Chesterfield, played some good games, enjoyed it. And um, then let me go. What what was training like then? Training, it it wasn't like it is these days. Mm. It was yeah. We was we we never trained on the pitch. We used to go up into a park somewhere, yeah. and uh, we just played five a side and did some sprinting and that sort of thing, and. Um, just kept ourselves reasonably fit, really. Yeah. And uh, the, 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 but g g I remember Gordon Banks, who was playing at the time, and uh, he actually did something which was remarkable. He used to get at the the post, you know, and he had his hands, and he'd walk down with his hands and arch his back like that regular yeah. so the flexibility and uh it was unbelievable he was he was a really nice lad did you think he'd be something special like from the from the start no not really no no not not really i, I mean he he i think he was about a couple of years older than me maybe mm -hmm. and um he he was playing in the in the in the reserve side when i was first in the in the first team and he got into the the first team later on, which you already know. And uh, then I think at the end of that season, I think he was transferred to Leicester City. Mm. And uh, so he'd, he'd only played there that, well, me half a year at, in Chesterfield in the first team. But uh, well, because like you say, it was kind of him and him and Ron, Ron Powell, Powell, wasn't it? Yeah, him um, and Ron Powell. And really, it was Ron Powell that started the season. Yeah, Ron, 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 Ron Powell played all, all. I think all the first uh, fourteen games that I played, I think Ron Powell played all of them. Yeah. And he wasn't that tall, wasn't Ron Powell? I think he came from Manchester City. 
and uh, but uh, no, I enjoy I enjoyed my life at Chesterfield. What was what was the ground like when it was uh, when you were playing games then? Because looking at the attendances, there was some I'm getting kind of twelve twelve thousand in yeah, some, in some yeah. games. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, as I said, the, the ground was a very good ground. It was I can't remember it ever being muddy really. Mm. Not like the one at Gateshead when I was playing. Unbelievable that. And um, but I enjoyed it tremendously. Chesterfield and uh, but that's how things went and I, I don't know if I've mentioned on here about when I was playing against Barnsley and Dougie Livingston came into the dressing room and said you never played like that for me <laughs> <laughs> and I said you never gave me the chance and uh, I think he was a bit took back actually the way I knew I was playing but that's when I was converted to an inside forward I was having a look at the uh at like kickoff times for some of these matches, and like this Bradford City game. That was in the evening. Yeah, it's Monday, uh, Monday five fifty p.m. Yeah. I suppose, I, I suppose at the time it was. I know Chesterfield were what the last club to get floodlights. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think they had floodlights when yeah. I was pl- when I was playing. Yeah. No, I don't think they were. In fact, uh, Everton were were one of the first. First Division clubs to have footlights, and, and and they were installing them. The the, the the year I was at Everton, and I was working. I was working with the Grayson Limited actually, which was a contractor who were doing them. Mm. And so so, I was working at the ground all day. <laughs> so I just used to stay on, and we used to train at night. And um, there was a kind of a training pitch just just off the football ground, five aside. So we used to do a lot of sprinting around the ground and then we'd go and play five-a-side. But even at Everton, the, the, the training and that wasn't... Just keeping yeah, keep yourself keep... pretty fit, I suppose, isn't That's it? it? And, then, and if you're play, all playing the same system, then yeah. it's not like you're spending a lot of time on yeah. tactics or... And, and, and it was just, as I, as I said, I had a, quite a few injuries at um, Everton and when I, uh, I... I used to have ankle injuries. I used to twist my ankle. And when I was coming back and playing, and I was always a bit nervous, and we were playing Liverpool A-team. And uh, I think it was Joe Fagan, he used to be manager at Liverpool, I believe. He was playing right back, and I was outside left. And you know what he says? He says, son, don't worry, I won't kick you. And that was the biggest mistake he made. <laughs> because after that, I, I, told, I used to walk, get past him easy and everything. And uh, but he was a he was a really gentleman, uh, Joe Fagan. He says, "Don't worry, son. I'll not kick you. I'll not kick you." I mean, he was that was his, when he was finishing, mm. you know, his career. But uh, yeah, I, I remember that quite vividly. That's the team. John, John Sutherland, he played right back, and then Seemley came and took his place, actually, from Sheffield Wednesday, I think mm-hmm. it was. Ray Gucci, he was left back. He was born in the Channel Isles. And um, Jerry Sears took his place. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, I don't think Andy McCabe's on there. That's John Tomlinson. He played. He came from Everton as well. And Gwyn Lewis eventually came from from Everton. So who were you kind of closest to then out of out of all these? Who were your best mates amongst all well, those? Or... Um, the, the best the, the best friend amongst those was he's not on there actually. Is Walter Whitehurst who was there? Mm. He was right half, and um, he used to be in and out of the team. But he was a very good footballer. Was Walter? I went to I went to his wedding. I was quite friendly with Keith. Keith's not on this tape, but he's, he's there. And um, there's Andy McCabe there, Brian Freer, he was just a little lad, Bobby Lumley. And, uh, what was the kind of age mix like? Was there a bit of a mix? Of... Well, well, Dave Blakey was an older one. Mm. Andy was a little bit older than me. I was the youngest in the team. And he was a little bit older. Um, he was probably about twenty-five, mm -hmm. roughly. Uh, I'm not sure how how old Ron Powell was, but Keith Havenhan, I think, was um, twenty-one. And so at the time, and Barry Hutchins was probably a little bit older. But there's Dougie Livingston there, mm. and uh, I, th I think there's a better picture than that. Who's that on the other side? Ollie Thompson is that. Uh, he used to be the trainer. Oh, right. So was it just the two of them then? Yeah, and there was, there was um, George Milburn as well. He was related to the Milburns up in Ashington. He, George used to look after the reserve side. Ollie used to go with the first team. Oh, that, that's a better picture, actually. And that's the, uh, I think it says, does it say Thompson, the... Uh, yeah, Oliver Thompson, trainer. It. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got, uh, so then uh, left to right back row, Oliver Thompson, trainer. So, John, John, John Sutherland. John Sutherland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy um, Smallwood. Jimmy Smallwood. I hear a lot about Jimmy Smallwood. What was Jimmy Smallwood like? Yeah, yeah, he, he was a steady player, half-back. Uh, uh, he was him and Walter Whitehurst were kind of juggling for for position. And Bar Barry Hutchinson was a left half. Mm -hmm. um, and Gwyn Lewis there. And obviously Dave Blakey has a big uh, history with the club, doesn't oh, he? A very he, a huge he history. A, he has a very big history with the club. Mm. He was a bit of a yeah. <laughs> Bit of a child. Was he? Oh yes. <laughs> yes In what he, way? He was really easily upset. Was he? <laughs> yeah. Was he? Did? Uh... Well, he was a good player. Yeah. He was a very, very good player. Did you have to be careful what you said around him then? No, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't that bad. And I, and I remember actually, he he became when he when he finished his football, and a few years later, he was scouting for Leeds United. Mm. And I uh, I met him once. I can't remember, I met him down at the ground at Leeds, I think. <coughs> I was watching a, a kind of uh, junior side of Leeds United playing at the time and he, he, he came around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's 
nice, you're a nice lad. I, I mean, there were all nice blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there wasn't anybody, in fact, not like Everton. Jimmy Gold, do you remember Jimmy, Jimmy Gold? No. He was on a good put in prison. Right. You know, for this uh, um, betting with one or two of the Sheffield United Wednesday players. Uh-huh. And uh, he, I tell you what, all he wanted to do was play for money. He used to play snooker and he, he, he used to try to get me to play for money for him. Because I was a good snooker player, but he was also a very good snooker player. And he says, come on, we'll have a game. And I said, no, no, I'm not playing for any money. Because <laughs> uh, he, he, he used to play as if he wasn't all that brilliant. But mm-hmm. when, he, when he started playing for money. And he was an amazing dribbler. Amazing dribbler he was, Jimmy Gold. Mm-hmm. You, you, didn't, you, you thought the football was tied to his feet. So tell us about, uh, tell me about this goal then versus versus Bradford. Oh, right, that one. <laughs> well, Because uh, I have the programme here. So this is the 15th of September, yeah. 1958. Well, there, there was a... Um, 5.50 kickoff. Yeah, and you've got that... Uh, I've got this... The clipping, haven't you? Clip. Um, sprinter steel was high jump ace for this win. <laughs> and, we were, and then... Part part that comes down and says finest goal. Um, it, it, just before that, Tommy Flock had kicked one off the line when I had it. It says, but after seven minutes only, with ten minutes to go, professional sprinter Steele signed in <laughs> with a great goal from another header. Barnes elbowed Tomlinson, which he was the right winger on the other side. Mm-hmm. And there was a free kick uh, to the far post. And as Bradford defenders watched the ball, Steele ran in to take it on the top of his jump. I book it as the finest headed goal I have seen at Chesterfield. <laughs> well, salt the gate, actually. <laughs> and the interesting part is Keith Havenhand, who was, who was a good player, mm. He didn't have a very good game that day. <laughs> and it says his only contribution was when he scored the second goal. <laughs> um, when I went to my brother-in-law's funeral, who was the one who met me at the um, at the Vic, and uh, I says, oh, hi. Hi, Keith. He says, oh, hi. And obviously we were both getting on in years, you know. It was only about five or six years ago. He said to me, I have never forgot that goal you was going against Bradford City. And I, I says, I was amazed. <laughs> you know, I was amazed. And uh, yeah, he says it's it, it, it. He says it sticks in my mind all the time. It didn't stick in my mind all the time. <laughs> you know, which is that's how it goes. I, I do remember the game quite vividly because uh, Tommy Flockett used to play for Chesterfield. Hmm. And uh, they said he was the best best defender in the air, but he didn't help jump me that time. But not that you had one over on him that time. I had, I had, I had one over on that time. <laughs> yes. So what was it like then signing for Chesterfield? Because you, like you mentioned, you played the first fourteen games. Fourteen games. 
Was that a bit of a surprise that you were in the first started? team straight away? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I played some. I played well. I played some good games, and I I, I didn't uh, get dropped. I came out because of injury, and um, then I after I missed a few games, then I went back in for four games, then I was one game you mentioned. Uh, which I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> QPR, yeah. QPR. Yeah, because yeah. the last game. So, so like you said, you you played those few games and then you missed games against. In fact, it was a, you missed games against QPR and Rochdale. Yeah. Uh, that must have been when you were injured. That's like when I was injured. Yeah. And then you came back in for four games, which was against uh, what, Doncaster, Doncaster and Plymouth at home, and then Tranmere away. And then Rill, which was that FA Cup, which you scored in. I scored against Rill, yeah. What was the goal like against Rill, do you remember that one? Easy. Uh, all, all it was, I just had to tap it in. <laughs> I was about six yards out, you know, and... Uh, but but that's, that's where my pace came in, and uh, they were a non-league side, mm. not, not as fit as us, really. And that's what I found when I was playing with Gated when we came out of the league. When we went to play these league teams in the first round of the FA Cup, the fitness t- told. Yeah. In the Tranmere game, um, we were winning three nil up till eighty minutes, and they scored two goals in the last ten minutes, and we were struggling <laughs> to to keep the the third one out. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, it was. So how come you? Came out of the team then after after ill. I don't know. <laughs> Is it just it, 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 no explanation? Nothing. And uh, so uh, I don't know. He, he never had a word with the manager. But this was the um, clip, which said, um, "Steel has youth on his side." Out, out of the Chesterfield senior side for a lengthy spell. That was obviously after me last game. Yeah. Um, recently has been young Bennett, outside like Bennett Steele, has been puzzling quite a few people around Soldergate where for Steele was a regular choice not so long ago and played in the first 14 games of the season. The answer is quite simple. <laughs> it is just that manager Dougie Livingston does not want to hurry the wingers' kind of maturity and development. Yeah. True, we played all those early games, and, it was decided, and Dougie Livingston has decided that although the former Everton player has shown promise, it would be better for him to gain his experience with the reserve side. And it's interesting, like you say, you, you came back in for that one game against QPR. Yeah, which, which I can't remember. I can't remember that. But yeah, you came in for that game, and then, uh, which was interesting, seeing as you've been out for out the team for a long time, and then yeah. came in, back in for one game. One game. I, I don't know why or whatever. Anyway. And, you, and you mentioned you uh, you met your wife in Chesterfield. I met Chesterfield. my wife in Chesterfield. Yes. Yeah. So it was her brother who took me to their house for tea. And then he started courting a few weeks later, and I was on my own. And I said, Well, you still keep comforting. <laughs> so, what, what, what I used to do, 
I used to um, walk from Chesterfield to Unston mm-hmm. every uh, every um, Sunday morning. Then I used to get the bus back, have my dinner, hit me hit me um, you know my landladies, get the bus back to uh, to Unston mm-hmm. and uh, have tea at their at their house. So then, after Chesterfield, um, uh, and you moved on, uh, yeah. so this is when you end up at to Gateshead. Uh, Gateshead. Yeah. So, and you were there for ages, weren't you? About eight or nine years, yes. And I, uh, I must have scored about 100 goals in that time. But it was mainly when I was converted to uh, inside forward, and I used to play off a uh, centre forward, and because of my pace and my um, natural ability, I used to be able to read the game very well and I scored quite a few goals. Scored, scored, scored quite a few on my head as well. <laughs> and Vic Keeble used to play for Newcastle at the time. And there was a, the centre of uh, Heron, Heron was his name, was it Jackie Heron or something? I can't remember. He, he said I was a Vic Keeble of the North Regional League because <laughs> I used to score quite a few goals on my head. Did say you weren't far off testimonial? Uh, no, I was about, yeah, about eight, 10 years, wasn't it? Yeah, roughly? about 10 yeah. years, yeah. yeah. Man, I don't know if they gave testimonials. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they did when they won the league because the, the Calendar brothers played for Gateshead and uh, I got to know them, but they had finished at that time. And um, but uh, it was uh, no, I I enjoyed it. And then you mentioned going so Farsley Celtic. Oh yeah, which is I, why I you're in. A, yeah, I was in Bradford Leeds. City for a year, and then I went to Farsley Celtic, and um, I I was left wing for them. And uh, the first year I was there, we won the um, Yorkshire League Division One, mm-hmm. which was one of the best amateur leagues in the area. Uh, the Yorkshire League, and I was, um, I scored, there was four, that's my wife, <laughs> <laughs> she can get through I think, oh she's going to, sorry, sc- there was four games where I was the only one who scored a goal, and we we uh, won the last eight games of that year and won, and won the league. Um, Mex, I think it was Mexborough, were the were, were second. They were the ones who were trying to catch, but we never lost the game, and we beat them at home actually, Mexborough. So uh, that was it. But um, no, I I've I've enjoyed my football. I love my football. What's the best ground you ever played at? Well, believe it or not, was. Gig Lane. Oh, right, Bury. Yeah. That was like Wembley. And uh, when I was playing for Everton, we played there once. Unbelievable ground. It was like a loan. Like a loan. Mm-hmm. So that, that was the best playing surface. But I mean, good as a bar was as good as any, yeah. any ground. Well, if you'd done Ellen Road and 
St James's Park and yeah. Well, I I played I played yeah I played it and uh, wrote played at St James's Park. I played it Aston Villa. Played um, now where were the others? Stoke City. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday. So, all, all all of the when I, I when I was playing in the Central League side for um, Everton, and then when I was in the reserves, we. Chesterfield were on the same Central League side as Everton, mm. and uh, we went to Everton, and I was playing outside left, <laughs> and um, Johnny King, uh, was playing on the reserve side there. He said, "I don't know why they let you go." He says, "Because we don't have any wingers like you now." He says, <laughs> and um, he he eventually became Tramiera Rovers manager. I don't know if you remember that, mm. but he was quite famous with Tranmere Rovers. Because mm. he, he, he played in the Tranmere game uh, for Tranmere Rovers when we beat them, mm. when Gator beat them at that time. And, uh, but no, it was great. I loved it. It was really nice. Kathleen, come on here. <laughs> There's my dear wife. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> we've yes. just been we've just been talking about Chesterfield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me, you used to go every every game, more or less. And had a nice seat in the director's box, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, did. Yeah. Adventures. Aren't you clever with all this technology? Oh, I don't know. We'll we'll find out when it. When it's finished. <laughs> well done. Well, anyway, 